You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate, a series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. Mm -hmm. uh, Brenda and I, when we were um, planning for this podcast, it was really interesting to hear what came out of our thoughts. It started out, the theme we started with was passing the baton. And from passing the baton, we realized there's two there's two key points to that. So passing the baton, what we mean by passing the baton is what got you to where you are today and who were the people that got you there? And they handed you a baton. They invested in you. They poured so much talent inside you. And you can actually say, standing here today, if it wasn't for so-and-so, if it wasn't for this person, if I wouldn't be where I am today. It's so beautiful and powerful. And what we want to do in this episode is inspire you to now not, not only reflect, but to continue passing the baton. And that who is in your life that you are investing in? Who is in your life that you're pouring into so that they will excel you, they will exceed you, and they will take the baton and take it, the, take it a whole new level than you are? And we want to really activate that in all of us. Where are we pouring into people based on the talent we have, based on where we've come from and how far we've come, just so that they can also have an a incredible, brighter future? The second part, and Brenda, I'd love for you to talk about the second part, because it was actually you that ignited this part of the conversation. There's another form uh, that we'd like to encourage you with when it comes to passing the baton. Yes. So as you mentioned a moment ago, it's when you are the person that is seeking the knowledge or seeking mm-hmm. the, baton, the baton to be passed to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I identified this as something that I've done in my life. And I have throughout my life sought out different mentors in different aspects of my life. And I've always really enjoyed finding those relationships and being able to have somebody that I can learn from firsthand as well as, you know, guide me. And some of the things as we were discussing this episode that we found the reasons why you might want to, to find a mentor or the reasons why you might seek to have the baton passed to you is that it can really help you fine tune your goals, which we mm-hmm. just talked about in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you have a mentor, they can actually help give you direction. They can help you mm-hmm. see your path through their experience, through what you've seen them do that might help you streamline what your goals or where you, what direction you'd like to head in is. Um, mm-hmm. it can help and, you and, just, and I was oh. going to tag that because what I love, this is what I think is so cool about the perspective with both of us. I would say the same thing about who do you want to invest in that you are going to help them set goals too. So this is why this is going to be a fun episode because I feel like Brenda, you're going to come from that component of chase after the people, go after the people that you want to draw from and learn from and grow from. And I'm saying chase after the people, go after the people that you can pour into so they can grow and learn from. And each point that we give, we're going to be volleying that throughout this episode because the impact is that powerful. It really is. And for our audience, I'm sure it's, it's not news to any of you that 
our relationship did start this way. It did start where you were a mentor and I was a mentee. And through that relationship, not only did I learn so much from you about, you know, personal Mm -hmm. and professional life, but now we also have this great friendship. Mm -hmm. So we'll also talk about that, how you can take these Mm -hmm. relationships. And once you have perhaps gone past that phase of being mentor-mentee, the different ways that those relationships can still exist in your life and still bring you nourishment. Yes, yes. And also, you may not even know that someone's looking at you as a mentor. You don't know because that comes out later. It's not all the time does someone going to tell you, hey – I, I'm looking at you as a mentor and you go, and they usually tell you after, by the way, you were a mentor to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? So that's encouraging too. So we really want to open your eyes up. How can you pour into somebody and how can you go after people that you want to, you would like them to pour into you? Um, another reason we want to talk about that is maturity and personal growth and wholeness and perspective. So when you are investing in somebody, I'll I'll take that side, when you're investing in somebody, you are investing into their maturity, into their capabilities, into their talent, into their character, into their dreams. And so for you to pass the baton to them, well, I can tell you what worked for me and I will show it and I will share it with you in hopes that it'll make you shine even brighter. So that's the other component is just the wholeness that comes from passing the baton to the next person. Yes, definitely. Another reason, because there are several reasons why you would want these relationships <laughs> in your life. But another one, if you are the apprent- apprentice or the mentee, is it can really grow your confidence. Mm. And I suppose that would probably go both ways. I think if somebody's coming to you and you're the mentor, it grows your confidence as well Mm -hmm. to know that there's somebody that is valuing your opinion Mm -hmm. to that extent. I I would imagine that that feels good. Mm -hmm. And so I think that one actually works for both sides, for the mentor and the mentee, this growth of confidence that you can get. And I'm going to tag that one. Another another great reason for both sides is um, there's a boldness that's required. So if you are going after somebody to say, I want to learn from you, it takes boldness to recognize in them what you long for. And can I learn from you in this? So there's a boldness that you, you, you're going to like take a risk and, and ask a really big, a big question, a bold question. And that the flip side, if you are passing the baton to somebody else, where you're pointing to somebody else. The boldness to me is when you go look me in the eyes and listen to every word I have to say. I'm going to speak right into you. And the boldness to speak into that person, individual, so they can be strengthened, so they can be empowered. So when you're passing the baton to them, you're passing it with with intention, with conviction, with belief. I believe in you so much. Look me in the eyes. This is what I believe you are becoming. And that takes a lot of boldness as well. It's so beautiful. It really is. And the last thing that we both felt was an important aspect of this is the honor and respect that comes with this sort of relationship, you know, and again, this is one that works in for both people, but there, there is this level of honor and respect that you have to have for one another because it requires so much trust and, you know, there's such a bond there. With these relationships of mentor and mentee, 
It can also help you have more of an appreciation for people. You get to see all of the work and time and all of that, again, that honor and respect that you have with one another. And it just furthers the appreciation that you have for people that pour themselves mm -hmm. into each other mm -hmm. in this way. I, I liked what you said earlier, this pouring into. I think that's a really mm -hmm. nice visual. So I'm going to mm -hmm. run with that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, I did have a one memory and it's fine. It's, it, it's part of the, there's a style of um, employee boss relationships and it's very popular. I've heard it many times. And that is when an employee says to their boss, maybe in an interview, I want your job in five years. And I, I don't think that is the most impacting way to tell somebody how much you love working with them. I think when you pursue somebody that you're you're speaking you're speaking directly into what gives you life. So if you go to somebody and go like for example like I give John Fluvog tons he gets so much credit and I believe like looking back he was absolutely a mentor to me and now we're really good friends. And John believed in me. And his approach to business was so organic and so creative, so inclusive. You know, his ideas were at a round table. How we move the company forward, he was very interested in the way we thought and what we were bringing to the table. And that empowered me. And But it wasn't so I could take over his job. But did it propel me? Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for my time at John Fuvak Shoes, I would not be here today for sure. But it wasn't because I wanted to be better. It was that I opened myself up to learning from him, which launched me into the career that I made to have. And that's today. You know, I actually find that mentality a little limiting. Mm -hmm. If you are a mentee that is going into a circumstance thinking, well, I want your job in five years. I actually find that a little limiting. So for mm -hmm. example, also, at my time at John Fluvog, where we met, I recognized in you, Karen, that there were things that I'd be able to learn from you. And I think without you knowing it, I probably yeah. put you in this mentor position. But I never thought to myself, I want what she has or I want that job because then I would have only been limiting myself to learning the lessons from you that pertain to this one particular mm -hmm. job. And I was interested in learning everything I could from you because you mm -hmm. had more to offer me than just what you were doing in job that title. role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so I find that mentality quite limiting, actually. Mm -hmm. That's really well said. Because the whole thing is opportunity. You're, you're, you're seeing an opportunity to grow. And same for people that are passing the baton. You see an opportunity in another person that will propel them forward. Think, go after this episode, think through what one or two or three people that I, I see in them. I see that they could propel forward and how can I get behind them? And, and they don't have to have huge time requirements. It's just that they become, they're on your radar now. And the investment that someone feels like, wow, you're willing to invest in me, even if it's one, an hour a month or an hour every three months, it's the fact that you're willing to invest in somebody's to propel them forward. It's really cool. It is. And it's a really amazing gift that you can offer to people. 
Mm -hmm. I think it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, the reason I'm liking this past the baton is in a relay race, the, the first person, the first runner, and that's what they're saying, you're not the first. There was someone that, that paved the way before you. You're not the first. So for you to remember, somebody handed you a baton and you went, I will run this race. I will run this race with this baton. And then, but you're not the last. You're not the first runner and you're not the final runner. And so now you have this baton in your hand. Who, who can I give this to? And it helps us to be others focused. And if you're the person who wants mentoring, you're running, looking behind your shoulder. Is there anybody that can help me win this race? And you're looking there. Here comes a runner, somebody who's been running longer than you, has more experience than you. And I'm going to actually pass this back to you. I'm not going to finish this up because this was something you brought up. So I'm volleying it back to you. (laughs) Oh, when you're the person that wants the baton? Mm -hmm. Yes. So as we were preparing for this episode, I recognized, and I mentioned this earlier, that this is something that I have done throughout my life. I continue to do it to this day. I really like seeking out people that I can learn things from. And in my new role, I recently, or at the top of the year, I started a new company. And I really love my new boss. If she's listening, I really love you. And (laughs) (laughs) and you know, there's just so much that I'm learning from her. And I had this aha moment where I thought to myself, I seek out strong female leadership. It's just something that I do. And I'm sure there's probably some reasons if we, you know, dug into my childhood or something, like maybe that comes from somewhere, but it's what I do. And there, to me, it is so exciting when you can find people that, um, for me, it's people that are older than me. I like seeking out mentorship from women that are older than me. And specifically, I like to sh- seek out this mentorship mm-hmm. in the arena of business and, mm-hmm. you know, my work life. But yeah. once I realized that was something I did, I got really excited about it when we were talking about this episode because I was like, wait, this is something that I think everybody should do. And I do think that it helps to identify when you look back at your life, the times in which you might have already done this. And I do think it helps to understand what aspect of your life you like to have these relationships with. Oh, that's really good. And I agree with that. Be specific be specific for your life. What do you desire? Um, passing the baton, there's desire attached to it. Yeah. The person who's going to, for those of you who want, they go, wow, Karen, I don't have anybody I'm pouring myself into. I know it just never crossed my mind. Well, what do you desire? What kind of person do you desire to pour into? And the connection. And if you're someone who goes, I've never even thought of seeking mentorship. Like you just ask, yeah. And you ask with specifically. I like this about you. I admire this quality, and it's a quality that I want to grow in. I would like to learn from you and for coffees, or I just want to hear, how did you get to where you are? How did you learn this skill? And you're, you're creating a mentorship based on a very specific reason, and people love that. Like, to be recognized for something that you hold dear, 
and someone says, Hey, I, I love that you do that. And you hold it dear in your heart. And then someone says, can I learn from you? That's beautiful. That's a beautiful gesture. So be really specific. I think it's great. Yeah, I do. I do think the specificity is key. And there can be varying levels of specificity, obviously. Like for me, it was identifying, okay, I like finding women that are older than me that can teach me in the ways of business. And like that's those are the places that I like to really seek these mentorship relationships from. And it doesn't have to be as specific as I want you to teach me this specific skill or, you know, Karen, I know you're a good writer. I want you to teach me how to write. I didn't get that specific, but I did get specific enough to identify that you are in an arena that I want to learn more about. Mm-hmm. And, and if there's a connection. Right. Like there's something familiar. There's something familiar about that resonates with me. And same with, I, oh man, I, I love having friends that are four years old and six years old. I just think they're the best. And you know how that is, right? You just know, like, you know them. I know you. I rec- I, I think I was like you when I was little. And there's an instant chemistry and instant friendship. And that would be a great example of pouring into somebody when it, it just, it's not hard. It's enjoyable. It, you're delighted, you know, you're delighted to hear from them. It's like, oh my gosh, hi, how are you? And tell me what's going on. And it's just got a natural. So sometimes I think um, a lot of leaders feel the pressure to mentor. They feel the pressure and also maybe the pressure to be a role model. And we're not saying that. We're not asking you to be a role model so you can pass the baton. We're saying, where do you want to pour into somebody else with the talent that's been given to you? Because some important to you, where do you pass it forward? Where do you, where do you, now it's your turn. And I know for me, Brenda, I do, I, I look at 20 year olds or women, 30 year olds. Um, I do go, okay, how do I inspire them? I want them to know, Hey, it's not so bad up here <laughs> in the fifties. It's, it's not so bad. It's actually, you, you're going to be okay. <laughs> And I, I want to be an inspiration even in my age so that I set, um, there's more life, you know, that you can look forward to the age, the ages that are coming your way. Cause there's so much more life. Wait till you see the view from up here kind of thing. And, uh, and that whole being a life giving, uh, baton passer. <laughs> Definitely. And to, to tag that before we get into sort of our, our, understanding of how you can find these relationships and being specific is one of the ways that it can help mm-hmm. you find these relationships. Mm-hmm. But very quickly, I also do want to tag on to what you were saying when you talked about it being inspiring and, and the view from up here. I think that as a mentee or somebody that is having the baton passed to you, the more you can develop that skill, you may find that that transitions you into then becoming the mentor figure. Mm-hmm. When I look at my own life, I think that I used to feel almost threatened in a way if people wanted to seek knowledge from me because it it tapped into that thing that you were talking about earlier. I had this feeling of they're trying to take or replace me. They're not actually just trying to learn from me to better themselves. And the more I developed relationships where I was learning from other people, it allowed me to let go of that mindset. And I realized how valuable, like 
I saw how much value I was getting from being on that side of having the baton passed to me. And then that made me want to start passing the baton on to others. So there's mm-hmm. this like pay it forward mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. as you develop these friendships and this skill. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so good. There's so much room. And and also it's what you said. It doesn't mean that's why when you look at something, it's not, I'm going to have your job in five years. I'm going to glean from you because my path, it's going, my path, it's going to benefit my path. And I don't know where my path is going, but I do know that you have something to teach me or show me or pour into me. And I welcome it. I, I welcome to to sit for a season, which if we could, I'd love to go into some of the things that made me think about. I, I look at mentors in my life. So I, I mentioned John Fluvog. I have a great friend, Graham, that really I saw him as a mentor. Now we're just great friends. I remember at 14, uh, working in the kitchen at a summer camp and Mrs. Warren Holtz, you know, and I didn't know, I mean, I was 14, but I knew looking back that she was a mentor or that she passed the baton to me because I have a deep love for her. I have a fondness in my heart for her. I have an appreciation. I, I, I look back at my being 14 years old and how she believed in me. And I could tell, I knew I was loved, you know, and, and being an insecure young teenager, uh, so unsure of myself, the fondness of my memories tells me what kind of place that person, you know, they had in my life. And so I look at all these key mentors and I have a fondness. And, and so that's one thing I would say to everybody, you're going to have a natural fondness when you, when you like Brenda does, and she's bold and she goes to somebody, there's going to be a natural fondness. You're going to like them. And for those of you who are going to be passing a baton, look for these people that you really like. And because later they're going to remember you with fondness, that fond fondness, that is also what's being passed recycled, you know, or upcycled or whatever you want to call it. So that's the first thing I wanted to say was look for the fondness. Uh, That's going to be a good indicator of who, if you're the one to ask and who you're going to pour into. Because you also need to have that fondness there to really foster that relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And another one that you brought to the table, Karen, uh, was this idea of it being for a season. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that because I really liked this. Okay, well, you start and then I'll I'll finish because I just talked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you brought it to the table, so I am going to credit to you. But you brought the idea that with most of the time with these relationships, it is going to be a season. So you may have several different mentors or mentees throughout your time. And as you mentioned, there's going to be a fondness there. We did also allude to it earlier that oftentimes these relationships can develop into something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the time in which they are really this passing the baton, there's a transfer of information of skill set, that is going to be for a season. Yes. Yes. And that it's not about a life commitment. Mentors are not life commitments. It could only be for three months six months, a year. It's not a forever thing. So enjoy it. Enjoy it until it no longer happens. It's going to have a life of its own. And and then you'll just enjoy each other and maybe you won't talk as much. You won't feel the need either way. And But then one day, you know, the phone rings like, oh, 
my gosh, how are you? And all that fondness comes back. So don't, don't worry when, when the season's finished, you gleaned, you, you soared, you prospered. But yes, as you were saying, that fondness, it's always there. And it reminds me of the episode that we did on Friends uh, a little bit ago, because that person's always going to have meaning yeah. in your life. Yes. And they might have, you may continue to experience seasons with them. Mm-hmm. You may continue to, there might be a season where you're really close and you're really in contact and maybe you're starting a new project together. Or the next season may be, as you said, that you're just checking in via email once every mm-hmm. six months a year. Mm-hmm. But that fondness never goes away. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. And we also talked about the be specific. I don't know if you had any other thoughts on that was our third key point was so fondness. It's a season that turns into friendships. And we talked about um, the be specific. Being specific. Yeah. I think the only thing that I would add to being specific is, and I'm going to speak to the side where you want the baton passed to you because okay. <laughs> that's the side that I'm more familiar with. I think the only thing that I would like to add here is, again, look at your life. Look at the relationships that you've already had that might be in this vein, these mentor relationships, and see if you can start to identify m- what you're naturally drawn to, as well if there's any holes or things that you still want to learn or you still want mm-hmm. to add to your tool belt and let that guide you when you're seeking out a, a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I think of Karen, you and I, we worked together mm-hmm. at Fluvog. The fondness was there. And mm-hmm. then yep. almost, what, almost two years ago now, or maybe it was longer mm-hmm. than that at this point, I just came to you and I said, I know I need to continue learning from you. I know I need to continue working with you. Help me figure out how we can do mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. and you, being the amazing individual that you are, you were like, <laughs> yes, let's do it. And, you know, then we figured out that the, the podcast was our catalyst and that mm-hmm. was what worked for us to continue mm-hmm. A little bit of this relationship. And of course, at this point, it's like, it's everything. So, it's mentor, it's mentee, it's, it's friendship, everything. it's, it's yes. lifelong love. It's, yes. it's all of the it's things. Totally, yes. Yeah. But let us it, be your success story. Yeah, yes, <laughs> you know? it's true. It's true. And also, I love that because the, the, we, we, our paths crossed again, but we had never lost our fondness for each other. So it wasn't like we were staying in touch and there was, there was a period of silence. But that just shows you, like, that's evidence that once the fondness starts, is activated, it is permanent. And But how the relationship will engage is temporary. It's a season. When it's based in fondness, it's going to have a life of its own. It's going to evolve and change. And then, you know, there's always going to be that happy happiness, you know. I, I had a thought about um, something that, it means a lot to me and it's the visualization is similar to the baton where I'm holding someone's hand. So I have one hand behind me and I'm holding this hand and in front of me, I have a hand that's outstretched and I'm welcoming someone to hold it. And I love that feeling because I, what I would ask everybody to do is when take a moment this week, who held your hand? Whose hand were you holding? And thank them, whether they're still on this earth or not. 
whether you have any contact, you can still be thankful. Like, I'm so thankful. And maybe even write, what baton did they pass you? And and just start seeing where you've come. Like, look how far you've come because of the people that invest in you. Like, wow. And then you look at the hand that's out to the future and you go, I welcome someone to hold mine. I, I, how can I... How can I continue this for somebody else? And what has been given to me, I gladly now give away, you know? And I just think it's such a feel-good feeling. I really like that visual, you know, a hand in front and a hand in back. And it it also shows, and it's something that we didn't touch on, but I will quickly leave you with all with this last thought since we are nearing the end of our time. But there's a vulnerability to it, right? There is. When you yeah. when you think of that openness, if you have a hand in front and a hand in back, you're leaving yourself completely exposed. So there is this vulnerability wow. to Good these point. kinds of relationships. And uh you you do need to be willing to, as you said earlier, there's a boldness, there's a you know, there's a vulnerability and there is an openness, I think, mm-hmm. that you need to be able to feel comfortable with when mm-hmm. you're pursuing these sorts of relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good, Brenda. That is, I didn't even think of that, how you're, there's un, complete unguardedness. There, you can't guard your heart when you have your arms stretched out. That's, whoa, that's a mind blower. Okay, that was really good. <laughs> there is the dancer in me, like the visual yeah. of, oh, you know. Yeah. No kidding, no kidding, yeah. But, well, this is the end of our time on our episode on passing the baton. Are there any last thoughts that you have for the audience? I know we kind of closed it up, but. I think it's, I think we're all ready for it. I think it's time um, to start opening your heart up again and, and looking, looking to see who you can invest in and who. Who are you willing to say yes to that could learn from you? I think we're in a we're in this season where that's going. We're going to see more and more of that. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I I think if there's anything the audience understands about me after this episode, it's that I crave these kinds of relationships. Mm-hmm. They've done oh, so wonders powerful. for my life, and I just encourage every single person. Mm-hmm. If you've never had a relationship like this, I encourage you to see. If there are people in your life that you can try to cultivate this mm-hmm. with, because it really is such a special kind of a relationship that you can have. And I, I just, I don't even have any other words. I just, I love That's it. So I true. think everybody yeah. else will love it. And <laughs> I hope you all can find something like this in your life if you don't already have it. It's great. Well, awesome. thank you all for listening and we'll be here next week on Do That Well. Okay.